Welcome into the Ball Bros Podcast. I'm Jake. I'm Sandy. I'm Nick. Some sports and some nonsense. Pass the pigskin. Who loves fantasy football? Mr. Unlimited. Hello. Welcome in, guys. Welcome. The Ball Bros Podcast. Let's go. Exciting times in in uh, around the league. That's right. Week all, three was a hell of a week. You all sound so thrilled. Uh, <laughs> what what happened this week? Is there some bad news uh, or something? No. Well, I don't think we would be, anybody would be excited for bad news, Sandy. I am happy that. Uh, who is it? Did the Steelers lose this week? Oh mm-hmm. man, yep. we don't have to talk <laughs> about that. But hey, wait, did the Patriots lose this week? Mm, mm. Funny. Bengals won. Let's go, baby! The first uh, win of the year. <laughs> we're all uh, we're all we're all struggling One and right two. now. But yeah. We're kind of all over the place over yeah. here. Let's uh, let's talk about some news. Let's get right into it. Yeah. Let's go ahead and go over some of the biggest things that happened this weekend. You want to start with a positive one, like Keenan Allen mm. coming back, hopefully? Yeah. It's just something small. Hopefully. Keenan Allen and um, who's the other guy that's about the same age that scores 1,000 yards every season coming off of suspension? Oh, Hopkins? D-Hop? No, D-Hop's not back till week six. Are you talking about Mike Evans? I'm talking about Mike Evans. They're like oh, the same player to me. You're yeah, taking yeah. him in that 20 range, and <laughs> yeah. yeah, so he's going to come back too. So I love not that. injury related, but yeah, two yeah. same oh, same type still of players. Big. Those are two stars. Just yep. as long as Marshawn Lattimore's not on the field at the same time, we're good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Thank God. Right. What's next? Yeah, uh, one of the bigger uh, injury ones, Mac Jones, and I was like, that's not big fantasy related, but like you were saying, it could, it's a trickle down effect. I mean, it's the more, Patriots it's bigger are going to be for the, for, the, for the running backs. Yeah, Mac Jones' his impact, you know, he, he's not there yet as a quarterback to truly be like an elite one. But like you said, you know, he doesn't have a lot of receiving options as it is. So even more so will the running backs feast in potentially his absence. I'm definitely not confident in the next three games for the Patriots. Green Bay hmm. at Green Bay, Detroit at home, thank God. I mean, Detroit's still looking like a juggernaut on offense. Mm-hmm. And then Cleveland in Cleveland. Right. Who's the Tough. backup quarterback there? Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer's still in the league? Yeah. Oh, my I s- goodness. I saw the uh, news the Patriots are about to roll out with their, like, throwback jerseys with the red helmets. And, of course, it would be Brian Hoyer yeah. would be the guy starting. Since those yeah. since those jerseys came out. You guys know I'm over here rolling my eyes. Yeah. You just can't see it. Good <laughs> God. I mean, Devontae Parker, too. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Uh. Oh, really? Out of the next news, you got three players from the NFC North. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. Yep. Think about that. Three, Three players, and they're all important. Yep. All running backs. The biggest one probably being, you know, the DeAndre Swift, Dalvin Cook news. Mm. Both of them are facing maybe not super serious injuries. You know, Dalvin Cook's more of a shoulder. We've seen it before, though. He puts on the brace. He becomes a new man. That's what I'm saying, baby. He puts on the mechanism, and he's a different kind of player. What did he do against the Steelers last year, Sandy? Uh, I mean, it was over 200 yards. I lost count, but. Yeah, he's, he's like I'm cyborg hope, when hey, he puts that thing on. It's I did a not lose count. I, 205 yards. I'm two touchdowns. hoping that he does that again. To be honest, I he, could, if the Steelers are playing him next week, I'd say go for it. He missed but. one week <laughs> after the shoulder injury last year. So if you have Alexander Madison and Cook is out this week yeah. against New Orleans, play him. Yes, but Dalvin should be back plenty healthy by the time they play Chicago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and like I said, Swift, his was weird. You know, I didn't really see a major news report during mm-hmm. the game. He played almost half the game, but like forty one percent of the snaps. But and we knew something was up when we see Jamal Williams was out here with twenty carries. And it yeah. came out after the new or after the game about his you know, it was kind of a mix. He had a shoulder and a little bit of an ankle that we knew about before the game. He was going game. in banged up anyway, right? Yeah, so I think the biggest thing for them, I almost think that shoulder injury was a godsend because ankle is a bigger issue. Get that right. Mm. You know, let him get back on track, get to being healthy. Let Jamal, they're doing fine there in Detroit with Jamal Williams running the ball. Yeah. So I mean, Cook's looking better 
right now than Swift. The latest report is is saying that he could definitely miss this next week. So yeah, that's looking like almost a sure thing. I think and Swift they may hold him out till week seven because yeah, they have potentially Seattle. might be out to the bye. Right. Yeah, they got Seattle and New England. We just talked about New England in terms of not having Mac Jones. Is that the kind of game you feel comfortable if you're you have Jamal Williams already? Right. Yeah. Right. If, That's if, a scary because New England's defense, I think, is probably the best that the, the Lions have seen. So maybe we'll that is a see. little more scary. But, yeah, you're still confident probably in Jamal Williams. Montgomery's the other uh, NFC North guy. Yeah, the only thing about David Montgomery is how, how has he looked this year? I really haven't you know seen his name really jump off the page. Green you know? Bay, he had 15 for 122. Yeah. But it was a lot of big gashing runs, and they were down anyway. That was a weird game, but yeah. overall, I mean, first he's week been was eight rough. points. So he's pretty much what you expect of him, like yeah. eight to twelve points. And they want to use Khalil Herbert. I mean, look mm-hmm. at Khalil Herbert's yeah. usage when he gets to play a full game versus what they do with David Montgomery. Right. And Herbert only played sixty percent of the snaps. Yeah, and that makes me think like it says he's day to day, but if you know you have that that guy behind him that's itching to get going, like maybe you save him one more week and just precautionary. And at the end of the day, like you said, you have another guy who can do it just a similar situation with the Dalvin cook, Mm, you know, Madison, you have a very capable guy behind him. Ironically, all three, ironically, all three of their backups are three of the honestly, three three top 10 backup running backs in the league. Three Which potential studs, you know, all three of them. That's the those are the teams that had the best case scenario for having an injured running back is yeah. knowing that they got the backup to come in. That's why you draft Madison in the last round every year. That's why exactly. you got to get them any of those three as a handcuff. And Herbert's about to play the Giants. Mm. That's a big Could game. Be nasty. Ooh. Yep. We get um, any more injuries to talk about? I mean, probably the couple of the Giants had two yeah, not Sterling so Shepard. giant injuries here, but Shepard's out for the year. Yeah, poor Shepard. I mean, it's that yeah. turf. If poor you watch the play, did you say not so giant injuries? Yeah, I mean, ah. oh, I, like ah. that. I like that. <laughs> Tony is Kadarius Tony ever going to play? Probably not. He will. I just want to see Wandale get back out there. You know, I think. They wanted to he use him been, a little bit more. He could have been wide receiver one if he didn't get hurt right now. And he should still done. be back. You know, his, yeah. his injury wasn't nearly as significant as some of the other guys. But what the heck is going on with Kenny Galladay? He must be hurt too, right? Yeah. Oh. Broken he's, hands? He's not hurt? Oh. He's just playing a third of the snaps now. But making the most money. Isn't that crazy? $72 million. Did you see the memes today? Oh, yeah. People walking around dropping everything in their hands. Literally making fun just, of Kenny Galladay. He's the new Nelson Remember Aguilar. before the season I had said... I saw that video of him running routes next to Wandale, running routes. Let me rephrase that, jogging routes. And mm-hmm. Wandale looked like he was fighting for a roster spot, and Galladay was out there jogging. Here's something he to, paycheck. He doesn't care. Here's my opinion on Galladay right now. If he's willing to really eat a large chunk of his salary and get it, get traded, look at your waiver wire. See if he's on the mm-hmm. you know, waivers. Pick him up. And when, when he gets traded to another team and somebody else is optimistic, trade him away. Mm. I look at it as a very downgradable Mari Cooper situation. A <laughs> hundred times think, worse. Way worse, but very similar. You never really were in an urgency to get rid of Mari Cooper until you saw him go to another team. Mm. Same could be said for Galladay. The difference is Amari Cooper is miles ahead. He definitely still has the heart in him to want to be a great football player. Kenny Galladay just wants to get a paycheck is what it looks like. That's what it seems like. You guys have any other big takeaways for the weekend? Anything we're happy about? I mean, Jacksonville looks in- mm. incredible. Yeah, and to the reverse of that, the Chargers look, even with the injured Herbert, their defense looked kind of suspect. Also, you give up that much to, the, to Jacksonville? Yeah. Another thing, the Colts stopped the bleeding. 
Thank yeah. God they needed yeah. to. That was the biggest one of the week, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, they played a really solid game. Matt Ryan still looked frazzled out there. I just didn't see enough yeah. overall from that offense to really bring me a ton of confidence. Same. I think their defense just stepped it up. Yep. And overall, it was a must-win for them. Yep. Kansas City didn't play their best game by any means. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely a, a steal away game for the Colts. They needed to win it, and they did it. You know, am I still gonna be? Am I gonna just randomly lower the panic button? No, I'm still keeping them around a six, but that definitely helped. All right, panic level on the Raiders, one to ten. Yeah, I was about They're to say 10. a team that can't get it. I mean, zero and three. They said I think it's two teams in the last since they started keeping track of that have ever made the playoffs yep. after starting zero and three. No, no team under the current format, which even added a team right. to the playoffs. Has made the playoffs yeah, after that, it that's horrifying, and especially in that conference. I mean, they should lose both games realistically to the Chiefs and the Chargers. They might pull one of those out, but they'll be irrelevant. Yeah, I mean, it's at sad. this point because I mean, the thing was, we all did predict they would probably finish last in that division. It's just kind of disappointing when you go up against another zero and two team in Tennessee. Yeah, and to credit, it was a home game for Tennessee. Tennessee's looked horrible. They, the though. difference is Tennessee knew it was a must win, and they got the job done. You know, the barely. Raiders should have known it was a must win. They were both zero and two, and the and the Titans have looked like one of the worst teams in football. And it's sad because the, you know that you get a big game from a you know a no you know a non. You were gonna say yeah. a nobody. Yeah. I didn't want to say a nobody because that's disrespectful. It. But from a guy that you don't really know of, Matt and, but Collins. yet, yeah, he but, was one of those guys in Hunter Renfro's Uber. Ooh. You remember that video? Mm. Devontae Adams, Derek Carr, Matt Collins, and Hunter Renfro. You After I what? saw that, I was like, Matt you know Collins what? is on the radar. He'll have a big game. Because no, that's what Derek no. Carr does. He is still a nobody. He is 29 years old <laughs> and has never had a top 100 <laughs> season. Top 100. He had in eight PPR. targets the week before. Isn't that crazy? I'm still calling him a nobody. No disrespect. <laughs> no disrespect to him, but he has never had a top 100 season. And no, that's fine. No. He He's just one of those guys that he can pop off for one game, and that's fine. He'll go to his... He'll end his career at the end of the day saying that he's an NFL football player who's lasting in the league. He may not have made a huge impact throughout his time, but, hey, look at it. This man came out this week, eight catches, 158 yards, and a touchdown. At the end of the day, he could talk about that to his grandchildren. That's and, all that matters. still took an L. If you're playing in any DFS leagues and you had picked up Mac Hollins, <laughs> congratulations on yeah. your money. Oh, yeah. You did well. Um, other than that, as far as recaps go for the week, you guys any... want to just talk about some individual guys? Yeah, I get think into so. That? I could start with uh, Devonta Smith, like I told you all last week. You don't have to spend too much time on it, but he came out and proved why he was that guy. Yeah, Yeah. he looked phenomenal, and he was getting deep shots, multiple deep shots down the field. He had one of the best catches I've seen. That one deep shot that he almost fell into the end zone on it, he went so high up in the air to grab that. Just the degree of difficulty to get that ball, that alone proved it for me that he's legit and that's it's scary to think that that Philadelphia offense with already a really good you know mobile quarterback in Jalen Hurts you you have a solidified one and two targets mm-hmm. now yeah and Goddard three I mean and oh, the yeah. running backs you're gonna get some targets yeah. are you are you sold on Smith now after that week yep. one dud? I was gonna I was gonna ask you guys confidence level on making them an every week start and I'm pretty confident <sighs> I'm still like probably at least a, at a flex I'm like like a, a seven flex now a yeah flex for sure just yeah. that week one's really scares me, but the last two he's been trending upwards. So if they have to play Detroit again, I think that was really just Detroit is locking guys up. I mm. mean, they even locked up Justin Jefferson. So right. I look at that and I'm kind of like, of course AJ Brown gets the big game and everyone mm. gets scared to death of Devonta. But right. next week they play Jacksonville. They're gonna have to put up points, and I think they're gonna use Devonta again. Especially the Eagles did all this in the second quarter. Right. They have plenty of volume left. They got a plenty left in the tank, and AJ Brown had a great game too. Mm. 
how high are the Philadelphia Eagles as a team for a Super they, Bowl contender? They should be number now? one on every power ranking. Really? Right Absolutely. I'm, I have to go with Miami number one. Miami no. hasn't looked as dominant no. as the Eagles have, though. The I Eagles put still. Over Miami. I just I I do want to go with the Eagles. I think give another week if they start four and zero and they do it in the same convincing fashion, I probably would you know put them up at one. At this point, my order would go Miami, Philadelphia, Buffalo. Those three. I, I mean, like I that. still have Buffalo just because they lost a game right. and Miami Hard Rock. I mean, the, butt the Eagles, you know, they play the Commanders last week who are not good. A and little they, bit better. They the just destroyed them, though. Better. They didn't they did. even give them a chance. They did. The defense looked actually impressive to me. Are you? Where would you have the Bills and the Dolphins ranked? One or, like, I have the Bills number one overall right now still. I don't think that okay. changes even with a loss. Yeah, I think I the see. Dolphins are like three or four because I think that was their potential was is beating – well, I mean, because they did beat the Ravens, which is a tough game, too. Exactly, and they did both games in a completely different manner, mm-hmm. and then they beat down on a Bill Belichick-led team in week one. Yeah, they've right. proven enough to me that I think the Miami Dolphins are the best team in the league currently. Well, that will change, though. Like we, I said, I don't think they'll remain number one throughout the year. That's where I do see a team like Philadelphia and Buffalo you know, taking mm-hmm. that back over. Yep. Yep. But Miami at the moment – they have the best win out of any of those teams currently. Yeah, that's true. We kind of got a little sidetracked there, but let's bring it back around. Jake, who's one of your favorite guys that you started this week or that yeah. you were excited to see? Yeah, so I started Thielen, which feels good to finally get right on him because I think we were all waiting for it. I started him too. I, I mean, it. and, you know, he was he was just – the first week, obviously, he couldn't do anything about Jefferson going off. Right. And the previous week, he still did okay, like nine points. And then finally he gets – where Jefferson was just taken out of the game, and then he finally saw those targets. Yeah, wide open touchdown, mm-hmm. too. I mean, they schemed him up. Yeah, they want to put scheme. him in those situations. Yep. Yeah. I mean, uh, 18 points, solid game, eight is six of eight for this, 61 yards. This is the expectations I have for Adam Thielen. Yeah. I don't need him to come out and be the 10-plus catch guy anymore. No, him getting five to eight catches a game and you know over 60 yards and a touchdown here and there – that's exactly what I want him at. You know, he's on that same level as what we would hope Hunter Renfro would have maintained. Right. But, oh, God. Renfro never got to Adam Thielen's yeah. level here. Right, right. I'm saying at this point in time, this is what we were hoping oh, this Hunter Renfro would be doing. Sure. But yeah. Adam Thielen is still doing this. So, I, you know, at this point, is he at every week flex? Maybe. Maybe. But the for the most up. part, he is more comfortable starting, you know, from here on out, just knowing that he is still going to be an impactful player in that offense. Yep. Next week they played New Orleans. I'd go ahead and play him again. Yeah. Yeah. It just makes you it makes it good to see that if you know Jefferson has an off day, then Thielen's still going to be right. a little bit of what we thought he and was. And this is probably the worst version of the Vikings offense mm. in all actuality yeah, right should, now. They should get better. Yep. Sandy? I got Ramondre Stevenson and kind of to the, you know, what we alluded to earlier with Mac Jones and his injury problems. I think Ramondre and Damian Harris being the forefront of that offense for at least the next couple weeks, you know, and of course going back to this week, that will be a common theme. Um, I think the pendulum is going to swing between Ramondre and Damian every week. And it's going to be one of those running back situations, just like Chubb and Hunt and you know all these different guys, but Dylan and, we, and Jones. Who who talked about it last week? We brought up Ramondre and said like we wanted to see it, and, and we, we saw, saw it. it. I like the five targets a lot. Now yep. now who knows what, what Hoyer's going to do coming into the this offense? Maybe does he more check, check down? Does he check it down more? Yeah, does definitely he, could be a benefit. Does the offense 
take a hit somehow, which I don't know is possible, or do they right. some reason get better? So they've looked so get bad weird, already. But, yeah, as bad as they've looked, it do, it's hard to believe that Brian Hoyer, who is a seasoned veteran, mm, yeah, I mean older than most ninety nine percent of quarterbacks in the league. <laughs> Then it, the other guy he used to back up, of course. Right. But Ramondre, five targets, I think that could get up to 10 targets if they really need to use it to catch up against Green Bay. Mm. Hmm. I like it. Uh, Nick, who's your next one? Chris Olave. Yeah. I love me some Olave. We've been talking about him for a while now, and he's just yep. he just keeps getting the work there. It's maybe one of the last times I bring him up on the show because it's getting to a point where it's like you expect to see this from Yeah, him. I mean, yeah. look at that. 13, 13 targets is insane. Back to back yards. It's the air yards. Jameis is looking and looking deep for him. Yeah, those 300 great. air yards that equated to 80 real-life yards, mm-hmm. and it's really disappointing to see. And then this week, he gets the 147. He doesn't score a touchdown yet. Yeah, and I think that's that's going to be more Michael Thomas. The Heat is they love throwing to him in the red yep. zone, so I think he's going to get a lot of the work. And then obviously Taysom Hill is going to poach some, and right. Kamara will eventually get his. So I don't see Olave scoring a bunch of touchdowns this year. But he's going to need man, to get, if he gets some, twelve targets. He needs some more breakaway plays. They right. need to get him in some plays where he can get some more run after the catch. It's a lot of little dinkers and zones where he's sitting in a pocket or. Real deep, but for right now that's working, and they're throwing it to him over 13 times a game, really, yeah, because there's awesome. he's pulling pass interference penalties as well. Right. Next week they play Minnesota. I think that'll be one of the higher scoring weeks mm. or high scoring games of the week. Hopefully. And I look for Alave to get a score. We, we too. need to see the Saints' offense get going. They have been kind of abysmal a couple of these games. Real bad. What did Camara do? Yeah. Not much. <laughs> not, not much. Exactly. Disappointment there. Yeah. And we'll talk about that later. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Next guy, yeah, I'm going Khalil Herbert. Love Actually, him. just just acquired him. Uh, um, thanks, Nick. But uh, that was an even trade. He got Devonta out of me, so very, very even. <laughs> yeah, a couple of guys we're talking about right now. Yeah. Work, like you don't see trades end up that good. Yeah, I know. It immediately worked out because right. Lamar scored forty for me, and Devonta yeah. scores. We're you know, both very yeah, happy. Yeah, I think that's one of the most even trades. But mm-hmm. going back to to Khalil, and we've known this for a little bit. If he gets his shot, we do think he'll be good. But oh, 20 yeah. rushes for 157 and two touchdowns is insane. And the thing is, I don't see that changing too much. Justin Fields isn't going to throw the ball a whole lot. You know, they are going to be more of a run-centric type of team. So Khalil Herbert, especially like we mentioned with Montgomery facing some injury issues, you know, he'll see his opportunities continue. No, it was against Houston. But, I mean, even in week one at 27% snap rate, he still scored 11 points. Yeah. He got a touchdown, but He's still. been crazy efficient, mm-hmm. and he's the guy who has more juice. Right. David Montgomery is a plotter. Right. He's a slow running back. Khalil yeah. Herbert is a zone scheme. If he was in, on the 49ers, mm. he would be a pro bowler already. You know what that reminds me of, that running back room? It reminds me of Zeke and Pollard. Or oh, yeah. not to say like that. Pollard's the guy that has the you, juice the, and everyone wants to see him play. Yes. And then you had the bruiser, yeah, more of the had, yeah. in between the tackles guy and Zeke. Yep. I, I can see that. I yep. picked up Herbert on October 5th of last year in Dynasty and held on to him for so long. And then I finally traded him away and he has this big game. <laughs> <laughs> He's running running back eight on the year because he had 11 points in week one as well. Right. And that's insane. That That is insane. So hopefully that continues trending up. But, you know, once Montgomery comes back, he won't. He could he could hold that it. spot for three more weeks. Yeah, hopefully. Sandy, here's your next guy. I'm only giving this guy love because you all would not. And <laughs> we've already mentioned his name earlier. It's I Matt like Collins. Him. You called him a nobody, bro. Uh, I called him nobody. <laughs> you both said We he's did, a but it's for a good reason. You know, at the end of the day, this was his pop off. We gotta give him his time to shine. He he did his job. The team didn't do their job, but he did his job. 
and he deserved the you know deserves the recognition. He was wide receiver two this week in fantasy. Obviously, you know I don't want to ever say jump the gun and pick this guy up because he probably won't do this type of game. Does you know, he have score? This type of game does again. he score over fifteen points one more time this season? I think he could in this offense. You know, look at the amount of targets last couple weeks in itself. You know, he's had over eight. Is that because Hunter Renfro's yes, been out? 100%. Yes. So will that change? Yes. I see it happen at least maybe one more time, but outside of that, like I said, you know, he's not a guy that I would ever advise to go after and, and for a waiver wire pickup. But if you're desperate, you want to roll the dice, go with him. You know, Nick I, said uh, it already, the DFS league. I just got on Amazon and I was gonna jokingly be like, Oh, I'm gonna buy you a Mac Hollins jersey. Ha ha ha. Bro, he has a jersey on here for eight hundred dollars. Are you serious? Game worn 2019-2020, White Eagles jersey. Isn't That's that crazy? Wild. That's ridiculous. I'm definitely going to buy that for you <laughs> if this show pops off, man. We're going to have that hanging up in here somewhere. Yeah, that's going to be Sandy's favorite player. There's only two left in stock. <laughs> How are there two of them? <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, there was only three. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> that's true. Not many game-worn jerseys for him in his career. So you guys think that's good for our studs of the week? Let's start yeah. talking about some duds. Ugh. Makes who's me the, sick. Who's the first guy we want to talk about? Should we start with Carson Wentz? Ugh. Ugh. Makes me sick. And I we hate we did this. talk about this though to begin with. We were worried like, is this going to be the week that we'll see yeah. the real Carson Wentz? Boomer bust every time. Well, we saw the real one. He still has three interceptions over the first two weeks, so it's like we're still seeing him throw the interceptions. He just didn't have the four touchdowns. He had zero touchdowns. So in other words, the real Carson yes. Wentz. The the real every other game Carson Wentz. He also had a fumble too. Yeah, it was awful. Yep. Just just abysmal. I don't want to talk about him anymore because I was forced to start him and that didn't go. It's too just well, unfortunate. So. You know, he, it's not even like a desperate situation where I would ever say, yeah, go out and get him. It kind of was. Now I think we kind of, it's reality has hit. Yeah. And we know Carson Wentz is not reliable. Nope. Any other quarterbacks you want to talk about for being duds? Mm. Oh, my God. Well, as we did mention it yes, on the last show, it was the uh, Modern Warfare 2 beta. Yep. We tried to tell everybody. Yeah. And Kyler Murray, I will give it to his credit. While he didn't, you know, just have any scores, he actually had an okay game throwing the ball. He threw for 314 yards. But he threw it 58 times. If you're going to throw it 58 times and complete 37 passes, I expect one of those to be a touchdown. Look at the offense efficiency. I mean, Cliff Kingsbury is not a great coach. We already mm -hmm. knew this. But, right. man, you hate to see it for Kyler in terms of not being able to put the ball in the end zone. And he's not getting as many rushing yards. Yeah, he didn't even scramble. He only had two attempts on the ground. Yeah, and a fumble. What is going on? Yeah, and a fumble. That offense is – and I know, you know, D-Hop will come back, but – that team was so hyped up last year, and then they started off great, and then they just just collapsed down the stretch. And that's what I'm scared for them this year. It's a tough division. Kyler Murray is just not the, – the team doesn't seem built around being successful through the air with him. It's like if he's not scrambling around for 30 seconds in the pocket, right. that's the only time they're going to get a big play. He just isn't – the receivers – and like I said, it could be the fact you don't have DeAndre Hopkins – the other receivers, Rondale Moore has been a little banged up, so he's kind of had to rely on Hollywood Brown and a guy like Greg Dorch, who's played well. But as far as tight end, Zach Ertz hasn't yeah, been getting enough plays towards him. You still him. have Ertz and you still have it's, Connor, so it's not like it's a horrible And Connor offense. has been banged up as well. So I think injuries will show the tail of tape more than anything. We'll see the true Arizona Cardinals by week seven. Marquise Brown, 14 of 17, yeah. 140 yards. Yeah. That is That's 10, fine. Yard, 10 yards a catch. I mean, he's, he's no more drops. He was one of my, one of my studs going into the year just because I knew D hop was going to go out and they didn't really have anybody outside of AJ green mm -hmm. and Ertz. So he's, he's really proven everybody that drafted him. Right. And you know what? I think 
this continues even with D-Hop coming back. Oh, I agree. People Absolutely. think that he's going to take a step back, and he might a little bit, but I still think he's a starter every week. Let I me, agree. No, I completely agree. I don't want to get sidetracked, but my eyes accidentally glanced to Allen Robinson yeah. on here, yeah. and it really makes me want to throw up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's been disappointing in general so far. Let's, besides the one week, let's talk about another wide receiver that disappointed this week, Justin Jefferson. Mm. What in the this world? This is a big one. This is two weeks in a row. Because I know this this game lost multiple people their week. Exactly, it's two weeks in a row under fifty yards for what everyone mm. is you know going into the year predicting to be a top two or number one wide receiver overall. He was trying yeah, to break he, records. He gets off to that week one. You're like, yes, he's probably going to be the best wide receiver this year and break a record. Mm-hmm. And then just back to back. Obviously, guys. we're not. Com- don't think for a second I'm comparing these two, but this does give me glimpses at Sammy Watkins, where he comes out has forty whatever it was forty points week one, and then he was gone the rest of the year. Not is definitely an overreaction. That but, is such an insult. But to Justin what Jefferson. if I'm just I saying? So upset, right? And no, like I said, so don't mad. take that as an overreaction. Yeah, don't ever say we're that not again. comparing. But just look at the starts. Tell me I'm wrong. I don't want to do beef Tell me right I'm now. wrong. I don't want to you do beef wrong. because we have a guy who finished sixth and then fourth. Okay. Sammy Watkins have, has never done that in his but career. He was, he we're was not the, talking about back, you know, years ago. We're not talking about last year. We're talking about this year, buddy. Sammy, Sammy Watkins He's is still whatever. Be there. But this guy, 39 points in week one, nine for 184 and two scores. That is more of a, you know, that shows you his skills. Not the last two games going six for 48 and three for 14. I mean, those are, these are anomalous games. This is something I'm... You know, you see the matchup against Detroit, and you're supposed to get excited. Right. You're supposed to feel like this is his week to get 30, guaranteed, lock it down. I'm winning my matchup. I lost because I had Justin Jefferson yeah. and Tyreek Hill. Absolutely. Yeah, he lost a lot of people leagues. And, then, you know, against New Orleans, at New Orleans, I don't know. Is that maybe another Adam Thielen game? That I think he's gonna, I think they're going to bounce back. He might get one of those Hollywood Brown target shares here. Okay. The biggest thing I hate about that game is that we got to wake up at 930 <sighs> in the morning to watch it. Disgusting. I'll be. Oh, I'm so excited for that. Thank God. <laughs> when I when I was in Hawaii, I thought about it every day. I was like, if I if we moved out here, there'd be football on at like 5 a.m. <laughs> Could you imagine? That would be perfect, dude. You, you would just stay I up all night. Can't wait. You I'm, would just pregame yeah, the yes. night before, and you'd be like, "Dang, we got football here at 5 a.m." You just wake up drunk and watch your fantasy team. You wouldn't lose. even wake up. Just stay up. <laughs> <laughs> just stay up all night. <laughs> um, who else on here? Is uh Jake? Who's your next yeah, guy? Rashad Bateman. Disappointment, disgusting. The volume has not been there, no. but he still had 59 yards. No, and like that's the thing. He's still getting these deep shots. But what's scary to me, and I thought it maybe turned the corner last week because four of seven for 108 and one touchdown. It scared me that first week when he had a touchdown save his week, and now to see him five targets, seven targets, and four targets to be the wide receiver one in that offense. He's a he's not the true receiving option that's the number one though. right yeah and, Mark and, and even is, at wow. that like duvernay's kind of seeing a lot of red zone work which is concerning too well duvernay gets another touchdown i don't think that's what i'm saying like i don't think that's gonna keep happening really and i think it's gonna bounce back towards rashad bateman but i hope but man what a rough i mean they put up 37 points yeah. and, and for he him has to not get any of that two catches is crazy yeah Really disappointing. Week. Tight end work. If you were a Mark yeah. Andrews owner, yeah. you definitely uh, appreciated what that game was. Yeah. It, oh, the yeah. wink. Oh, yeah. God, the oh, wink. I appreciate God. that. Uh, uh, uh. I think I'm going to throw up in my mouth. <laughs> uh. All right. I don't even want to hear from you, but who's your next guy, Sandy? This uh, guy I like because he is also on that same dynasty team. So let's hear fun. it. Alvin Kamara. Yeah. He's yeah. been disappointing. Yeah. This Every time I've trusted him 
so far this year. It's hard not to go with him. You know, at the end of the day, you got Alvin Kamara. We know the highs and we know the lows. We said you have to start him. So if you're mad, you have to blame Alvin Kamara. You can't blame us. He's like Zeke. It's just like you probably drafted him at a premium position or you probably acquired him for a lot. You kind of have to start him. And just in case he does go for 20, 30 points. 56, you know. Yeah, 50. Like, you mm. have to start him every week at least in a flex. You just that never on know. Christmas, dude. You did that to me on Christmas. You know that? And the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you ever? No. You never feel bad about that one? <laughs> Absolutely not, because that was the greatest remember, individual I, fantasy performance I of my lifetime. Year, yeah. I had him that year in a different league, and that was amazing. But, you know, to to this, this week was a lot more, um, had a lot more upside, 70% snaps, and he did see seven targets, which and is that's what you carries. want. Yeah. yeah, and 15 carries. So that's that is, what you want to see. I yet. did like the trend form upwards, but it just, Still I feel like with that amount of usage, it right. just... You expect more. To see and 15 attempts and seven targets and to score seven points. To see Mark Ingram come out of that with a touchdown, that was what made me throw up in my mouth. It's <laughs> like, this man, Mark Ingram, this is what's, this is the Jamal Williams, DeAndre Swift all over again for me. Mark Ingram left for two years, came back, and still poached a touchdown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> still. Oh, yeah. He's constantly ruin, ruining Alvin Kamara's life. <laughs> Uh, but any any Carolina game the rest of the year, I don't think I could actually watch. Yeah, yeah. I really can't yeah, do it. I wouldn't. And that that's why I think Alvin had such a bad game. Mm. It's just game script and the flow of the game. He can never get into it. Uh, right, yeah. Fresh off an injury. Right. I think he'll be fine next week. Okay. I agree. I'm still going to start him. You yeah. Ha- exactly. Yeah, you got to every week. Who's the next guy? Your oh, other no. guy. I don't even. This guy, I have told you, everybody all summer. Yeah. Something, something being in, made in the kitchen. Something's getting cooked, and something is getting burnt, and mm-hmm. that is Brandon Cooks. I mean, he is. That was a bad analogy. With the chef's wasn't it? kiss. I mean, wide receiver fifty on a year. Yeah, I'm not happy, and back I've started him in both the leagues that we're in all together. Every week, I've started him. Got off to a strong start. Strong start with twelve, and then ten, and it's just going down. Twelve targets, ten targets, seven targets. It's just the Ugh. quarterback situation there is not very favorable for him. We and he really is a quarterback proof type of guy. It's just you got to see more work and more production for him. Two for twenty-two is not what you're looking for, especially you know he doesn't he hasn't scored a touchdown yet. And we mm-hmm. were saying that going into the week that he needs to get that score to have a big game. Right. I'm gonna hold on to him, but I don't think I'm confident in starting him. The Maybe Chargers are interesting, but they might have a bounce back week and just exactly. blow them out. JC Jackson is going to be back, right. and I that does not make me happy. I can't trust a Houston Texans player yeah. because exactly like that, you know. Especially now, you got against the Chargers; they're going to mm. be coming out angry if yeah. Herbert's healed up a little bit more, and with Keenan Allen potentially, you know, fully healthy for the game, or at least you know playing in the game. Hopefully, yeah. I don't see the Chargers having a ton of issues handling the Texans. And nobody else is getting any targets for the Texans. Yeah, so, that's, I mean, that's it, the one good thing. It so kind of blows everyone away. If they shut him down, then you're concerned. But are you, like, panicking about Brandon Cooks? I'm trying not to start him. I definitely don't have to start him in Dynasty. De- Devonta Smith is who I'm going to start mm-hmm. over. That's my new every week guy in the flex. flex yeah. But when it comes to the other league, I mean, who am I playing over him this week? Because I definitely put him on my bench. Oh, Chris Olave. Yeah, that's a good start. I got Alave right. over Cooks this week. Oh, fair. Yeah, I think that's and very fair. I'm definitely more of a trends narrative guy as well, and I like the young rookie on a potentially ascending talent level versus a 29 year old. Yep. Right, that's just where, I, unfortunately, it's where I'm at in both leagues. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. I think that's all the uh, duds as well. Thank God we're done with those. I'm tired wow. of talking about negative stuff. What are we doing? Are we holding that L though? Yeah. Um. Speaking of that, though, a little bit more negative. <laughs> we kind of both had some L's, but this. We we did a take on the last game that we were done with a couple players. 
mine kind of bit came back to bite me a little bit. Maybe not so much as yours did. Uh, how are you feeling about Devontae Parker? I hate him. Yeah, yeah. You hate him even more hate now. Devontae Parker. Yeah. Five for fi- 156 or whatever. Unbelievable. I mean, truly blows me away <laughs> that he can go one for nine in two games. Four targets combined, and then all of a sudden blows up when Jacoby Myers isn't there. It's right. the fact that the same week you said you're done with them, he heard that. Of course. Yeah, he listened. No, he was but listening. you're justified in saying that. I don't think anybody have no. any belief in him, but it just is no. unfortunate it was the one week. And, and I'm not starting Nick, him with Nick Brian Nick gracefully Hoyer. holding his L for that because he couldn't have predicted that. That was a one-week L, and that yeah. just means Devontae is listening to the show, yeah, that's and fair. I appreciate okay. Devontae. It's always those little we'll cardinals, man. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Ooh. Who's we'll your listener? Who was your guy? Robert Woods? Yeah, but Robert Woods wasn't a, a terrible, game. you know, he he had very manageable numbers, you know, four catches, 85 yards. That's not and by any means a bad week. Am I still done with him? Yes, because you should be that guy. That should be an every week thing. That should be his floor. Right. For being that type of player in that offense, it's just for that to be his best game of the year. Yeah. And he did have a good game. But he still didn't even find the end zone. Yeah, if this is his ceiling, that's yeah, very scary. Exactly. I still don't think that's. I'm still you're done with too him. far off saying you're done with him because he hasn't proven that he's going to score over 15 in, in any game, or that he even has a capability to. Yep. Some of the uh, I think we wanted to talk about some of the waiver wire ads, and Nick is going to do a little segment where he can give us a couple different guys. Absolutely. And we talked about some of the guys we think should be good waiver ads. So. And I'm only going to try to go for guys who are owned in like sub 50% sub 50, of leagues. 60, yeah. So we'll start right at the top. Khalil Herbert. How did, what's your confidence level in him going into this week against the Giants? Very high. We're talking, and is this, in, are we going to do redraft? Oh, yeah. Specifically? This, is, this will be okay. redraft for right now. So now, how much would you be willing to spend? Yeah. How much fab would you want to spend on him this week to go get him? Out of $100. Yeah, we'll do a percentage of whatever money you okay. have left. So like thirty three percent of the cash that you have. I would Yeah, I'm good with thirty. I would say no more than thirty, but I would probably say more like twenty. I, I would, would go do, thirty. I would do forty five percent. Wow. Close wow. to fifty. I mean, yeah. if Montgomery misses a significant if. amount of time, then he's gonna be the best waiver wire out of the year. And he's playing the Giants, so the way I look at it, if I was able to pick him up and then I would start him over like Chris Olave. Mm. In that flex spot that we were just talking about, and I would feel much more confident just he because he's going to get twenty. You, if he guarantees you twenty points for two two more weeks this year, mm-hmm. I think it's worth thirty or forty dollars. Well, he's the kind of guy that you know if he really blows up right here and he gets a, a thicker role in the offense, even when Montgomery comes back, mm-hmm. I'm not going to feel any shame about that forty five. No. Right. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, David Montgomery coming off an injury, you know, he's been he's never been fully healthy. So a guy like Cleo Herbert. This could be the chance he gets to solidify his role, even when he comes back. You know, we could talk about the same type of impact like an AJ Dillon had. You know, it's only up from here for Cleo Herbert, so I can justify you spending that. I'm just looking at it for personally. I don't know if I would go over that. I love it. Let's talk about Romeo Dubs or Dobbs. Mm, we Dobbs, got it right yeah. now. Dubs yeah, or we, Dobbs? We, we finally Dobbs. confirmed it. It's we nailed Dobbs. that. Um, Shout yeah. out to all those people we told to start because if you listen to us, we probably yep. won you this week. All three of the guys I said last week blew up. DK got his touchdown, thank God. <laughs> I like Dobbs, thank God. but I would probably only do like 20 just because the wide receiver has been so great this year. And I do think, you know, Lazard's got back-to-back touchdowns. I think Christian Watson will come back and still a little bit of that. I don't think that he's necessarily a better player, but I wouldn't spend as much on, on Dobbs as I would Herbert. Hmm. Sandy? I'm kind of the opposite of that. I think I, if I was going after him – 
I would go for like a over a thirty. You're a wide receiver. If you're a wide receiver wow. in eighty team, what are you going to spend? I might spend forty to fifty as well. It's just the fact because you see that news today, you might be the wide receiver one for the rest I of mean, the year. Aaron wow. Rodgers just needed to find a guy he was comfortable throwing to, and I think he has that in Dobbs. It's just. It's hard to justify off one game for me to say, oh, let me spend 50% or more. I just know at this point, Tom, you definitely want to throw a good amount at him, but and he should be very well that wide receiver one moving forward. He should be. I think he's got the potential going into the season. He had it, and I think that solidified his case a little bit more. But, yeah, I don't think I would go over 30, you know, be in that range. All right. Me. This guy's owned in 60% of leagues. You guys tell me if this is a push or not, but Jamal Williams. Because mm. even without DeAndre Swift yeah. being out, which he, he is going to miss some time, but even with him, two touchdowns a game, yeah. it's ridiculous. This is the guy I would be willing to spend over forty to fifty. I would go forty as well, just because I think Swift might miss a couple games. Are you guys going to have a little competition tomorrow? Who's going to wake up first and see that they got Jamal? Williams? I think there's going to be multiple bids. I think him and yeah. Herbert is about to be a serious bidding war. I do have a couple bids on both of those guys. Oh, really? I'm not going to discuss the amounts for good reasons. Um, I put $19 on both. Oh, dang. Well, 19 on both? No, I'm joking. Okay, I was going to say that's, joking. I was going to say, that's not You're confident totally enough. You're taking L's. Completely joking. Those, I'm just trying to get in your head. Okay, you know? okay. Maybe He's, I put 60 on him. Mm, he's all if over the did, place. If you did, he did. Wild you know, card. That's fine. If I get outbid, I get outbid. But I, I'm starting Jamal I'm Williams in Dynasty already. I already wow, had him, thank that's God. That's wild. Uh, who's the next guy I want to talk about is... Somebody Sandy has mentioned a few times. I really am curious. Greg Dortch. Yeah. He looks good. He's seven. What, 17 again this last week? It scares me yeah, because 17. once that receiving core comes back, his long-term effect, unfortunately, probably will go down. But he is getting the target share right now, yeah. so he's worthwhile to you know put in there as a flex. He's got a couple more weeks till, till Hoffman comes back. I mean, I would put... I'd say 15? around, yeah, I'd say anywhere from 10 to 20 in yeah. that range. You know, Same. if you're if you're thin at wide receiver, you could probably spend that and get him pretty easily. Just yep. probably not going to be a huge bidding war out there for him. And he'll be able to, you know, get you a good amount of points. If Absolutely. you if you pick him up, confidence level in starting him. If I, like I said, if I was thinner at wide, wide yeah. receiver, I'd probably throw him in at I'd the I'd throw flex. him in a flex until he doesn't probably do it. Probably five yeah. out of ten. Like, I'm 50-50 on him. It just would depend. My team right now, I don't really, you know, wouldn't need to throw him in there. But if oh, I, yeah. like I said, if you, if I get a couple injuries in there, you he's know, all right. he would be in there. He'd be all right. Yeah. I bet. In deeper, in deeper leagues, yeah. I think he's I have a really him good in dynasty. Yeah, I think he's a you really already good have him on dynasty. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I, do I picked him that. up after week one. Once I saw the targets, I said, this guy should okay. be good. Okay. See, five, seven. Eight. We, we are never lying to you guys. Like we genuinely are making all these moves yeah. as we're telling you. Yeah. Uh, my next guy is actually a top five tight end in the league right now. Oh. Tyler Conklin. Say, Conk. are you talking about? That's Tyler right. Tyler Conklin. Eight for 84 this week. Touchdown week one. Six for 40 last week. This wow. is the kind of guy who is, you know, he's proven his worth. You know, and they love targeting him. Yeah. It's a tight end. So, at the end of the day, I'd never see a tight end holding a huge premium. I would say if you're really – if you need a tight end, you're kind of desperate – You'd probably be able to throw five to ten. Yeah, I would throw ten if you need a tight end. You may not even need to throw what, money what at him. What scares me about him and like Garrett Wilson, I think Garrett Wilson is going to be great no matter what. Is what happens when the the milf hunter comes back? Oh, I, the milf hunter. You know, it's like what happens when that ha- when he comes back? Do these guys see the same amount of targets? I think Flacco right now is a better decision maker than Zach Wilson is. Well, here's the real test right here. Who would you rather pick up, 
David and Joku or Tyler Conklin. Oh, David and Joku. David and Joku. I might have to go with Tyler Conklin He's for the consistent, consistent targets. Yeah, you're not wrong. But Njoku's also playing Atlanta this week. Right. So that's upside for this week. Yep. It sucks that uh, Njoku is actually in our waivers right now. And I, I may or may one. not have a waiver bid for him. I bet you do. This is going to be I the biggest do. week as far as as bidding we've done so far. Because the first yeah. two is almost no cash spent besides one player. Like. Right, one, one team. There was almost no cash spent. Like uh, multiple people still have a hundred dollars left. I, think I still people, have all my money. I think money. people forget. I've got like eighty, eighty-five. So it's like I've still got a good amount. But this would be the week that you would need to spend because this is that early time of the year. You know, you're gonna find your your guy to step in for at least a few weeks right. to keep your team alive. If you're a team like us, where we're all you know, right now near the bottom of the barrel of the league, we are needing <laughs> these guys to help. <laughs> we gotta make some moves, send some money. So we mentioned it earlier with Sterling Shepard being out for the season. For the Giants, who do we think is going to step up? Anybody on waivers this week? Richie James. Richie James. James. I saw him last week, and I really... Literally, Shepard is out. Mm. Tony's going to be out. Wondell is out. There is nobody there besides that tight end. It's Rick James, bitch. He's already seen... Richie James? He's seen five targets every week. Six, six, and five. They love to get him involved, and he looks good out there. He's still got some juice. I mean, he's not a bad wide receiver. Right. Especially if he can get up in that 10 target range. This is the kind of guy who could get. I mean, if he's getting 10, 10 yards reception, he can get you 80 yards and he'll be solid. He's in the about flex. to get almost all the work there. So I, w- I would spend up to $10 on him, too. I guess say, you know, I'm probably Not in that same major, range. I would probably be able to pick him up for free. Yeah, you might be able to in shallow leagues. I would, if I had to throw a price, I'd probably say like under five. Okay, so if you're between Richie James and Greg Dorch, you're going Greg, Greg Dorch. Dorch. Where are you going? I might go. Uh, I might Greg go Dorch as well. I might go James. Just I think he'll be cheaper. I think Dorch might go like ten dollars. I think James, Sandy was saying, you might get for free or for like five or eight buck. Yeah, or a yeah, single you dollar. Could, you you may, like fifty cents. You could throw one dollar on it just because, <laughs> yep. just to guarantee you get it if you think it's gonna be free. But yeah, I'm not. These aren't guys that I'm gonna be throwing big money on yep. anyway. Are there any other waiver wire guys? Well, I'm sorry, I, f- I forgot to mention them. Mac Hollins, anybody throwing <laughs> a bid in? I'm not throwing money at Sandy? it personally. I would go for free. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was Sandy's about to say, you have to. Freebie. Sandy's conviction in this man, you kind of have to pick him up. No. Yeah, you're, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I totally do. You've been talking about him all day. I just brought him up on this because we needed to bring up the fact that this man was wide receiver too. That's when all. When I when okay. I pick him up and he blows up next week, we could talk about a trade. <laughs> you want to shake on it? Oh, no, it's no, gonna no. be the beef of the week. No, 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 <laughs> oh no, no, no. Oh my god. Definitely gosh. not putting beef of the yeah. week on Mac Hollins. <laughs> god no. Ugh. Unless. I got that jersey in return. That's not Ooh. a bad deal. You bought me that jersey. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, a quick $800. Jeez. Go ahead and drop Jeez. me a check, brother. You guys want to talk about Thursday Night Football and get wrap this mm. up? Should be one of the best Thursday Night Football games up to date so far. Maybe one of the better ones of the year. It has the potential to be. Is this in Cincinnati? It is. It is. They painted and, the field and, and they got the, the white, white out. It's the white it's, jerseys. That's oh, what makes yeah. me think that Cincinnati's going to win this game. Jamar, I know I'm, bi- Jamar I'm biased. Chase but over 150 yards and a touchdown. Oh, he needs a bounce back Over week. 150 and a touchdown? He, I mean, needs, he, a, he needs a bounce back week. And as we saw with you know, the last couple weeks, that Miami defense throwing yards looks abysmal. I mean, Josh Allen just threw for 1,000 yards and you know Lamar did before yep. that. So. Jamar could have 150. He needs it after the last couple weeks. They, you know, don't get me wrong. I think they're doing the right thing. Getting Tyler Boyd involved was huge. You know, T. Higgins again just getting clobbered unnecessarily. He had one of the best catches I've ever seen that didn't count. It was ridiculous. But 
so they're going to still throw the ball just fine. T. Higgins will get his own. Tyler Boyd will probably take a step back this week right. because it's going to be the Jamar Chase day. So the over-under is 47, and it's minus four to the Bengals, which means oh, the projected wow. point totals are 26 to 21. I would almost take... Or 25 to 21. I would take the spread for Miami just because they could still lose the game and lose by three, and you still yep. win that. So I would almost take that. Um, but what man, about you? Are you that over-under... They're your favorite team, right, right now? Yeah. The Dolphins, are you picking them to win? Yeah. Who day? He said, oh, right. really? Okay. It's just because the white, the white helmets. I think I everybody's it. jumping That's, on that. I honestly might be one of my favorite jerseys. I'm, you know, yeah. I hate the Bengals with all my heart, <laughs> but I have grown to like them a little bit more because of the whole change of the franchise. I'm going to go with Miami. Okay. That's so a fair take. One. That's fair. Yeah. And, and being a Bengals fan, like that's completely fair to say. Why wouldn't Miami win this game? They've looked better so far. So I think Miami, or excuse me, Cincinnati comes out, makes a statement, says, "Hey, don't forget about us. We just went to the Super Bowl." Did you see that Tyreek Hill video where he yeah, said he was going to come after Eli Apple? He called him out. Remember yeah. when Eli Apple stuffed him on the one yard line in the conference championship game, and then mm-hmm. the Bengals went to this, the Super Bowl? This should be a shootout. Oh, it I think be. so. I hope so. Is this I the highest scoring the game of the week? Are we predicting that? I'd like to I say so. so. I do think the defenses are a little bit better than some of the others we've looked at. That's the problem. Those. Like We want to say the Bengals every week because of the weapons, but then they could come out and have like 20 points, 21 points, and it could be that type of game. So that's it's. I won't, I'm not going to say highest scoring game of the week, but I think everyone wants to see a fun game because some of these other Thursday night games have been – Last week, kind of disappointing. It's been disgusting. For good matchups that they've been, they've just been disappointing. But no, I agree. I'm excited. I, I this might be one of the few times where I'm like, you know, I, like I said, I'm a Steelers fan at heart, and it, you know, Jake knows me too well about the whole rivalry we have here. So, I'm I'm going with Cincinnati though let's, for sure. Let's do a little this or that in this game, Ooh. and there's two very Ugh. easy ones and very big ones I want to get into. Hill Chase, Waddle Higgins. That's that is wild, isn't See, it? See, I think I think Chase and Waddle. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. You're I'm gonna take Chase over Hill and Waddle over Higgins. Hear me out. It'll be close. But I, I, I know where you're gonna go. I, I am really still do. gonna say Chase and Waddle too, though. Oh, okay. it will be close. It'll be closer than I think a lot of people want to say. Not not Hill and Chase, but Waddle and Higgins. I think. Higgins, I almost could say Chase and Higgins both would be better numbers. I think they'll, mm. all four should put up good games. I think it'll be Hill and Waddle. Here's what's going to happen, though. Gasecki's going to steal one of those, and he's going to make his numbers look better. No, here, I think here, he might get cut, honestly. Here's a question. <laughs> After that dance. <laughs> oh, my God. The, what they call it? The it's, squall? It's his the giddy-up. What do you mean? Oh, the giddy-up. Giddy That's hilarious. The, squall, the squiddy, I think someone said. <laughs> oh, man. Here, here's a question. Those four receivers, Chase Higgins, Hill, Waddle, over under ninety points combined. Oh wow! Mm. Well, so if that they means all one or two put up, goes up for thirty, and the other two go for like ten. If they all 20. put up twenty, then That'd they wouldn't even hit it. So I'm gonna pick the under on that. Yeah, I'd probably say the under unless one of them goes off, like you said, for like thirty well, to forty. So all would have to do is one go off for forty, and then the rest do what they normally do so and go Chase for ten or fifteen, and that could easily it, yeah. happen. So. My bold prediction, like I said, is going to be Chase over 150 in a touchdown. That's okay. your top receiver in this game? Wow. Who's yours? Is it Chase too? Or are you picking Waddle? Uh, those I, mean, are I like two. Waddle, but, it, I mean, Hill is due one, and he wants Eli Apple. Hill? Hill's not due one. He's this man just went one. off for 42 games ago. That means he's no, due I'm for one now. No, I'm saying for last game. He was a dud this last game. He's yeah, due his. He's due to have an, 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 an a good game. game. Chase is due for a big game. 
He's okay. in every other game. Tyreek Hill over under 150 yards and a touchdown. Under. Oh, wow. I'm going to go under as well. Okay. I'll hit. That was the only one. I would feel more confident in Hill doing that than Jamar Chase in this game. They both have that big play potential. But again, we're talking about the wideout. We're talking about Joe Shiesty. We're talking about at home. This is the Joe... I mean, they kind of have, have to win this game. I don't say have to, but one and three is not a good position, and you want to yep. win at home. So, yeah, they, they kind of have to come out and prove some stuff. This is definitely the most anticipated game of the mm. week, and we should definitely get together and watch this one. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. Absolutely. Go ahead and get the popcorn out because yeah. I think it's going to be like a movie out there. Super fun matchup. Oh, yeah. Well, if you guys have anything else, then uh, I'm all good. Yeah, super excited for this week. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be fun. That's all I know. Hopefully we can get some wins in our in our fantasy leagues outside of dynasty. Yeah. That's right. We're baby. looking rough. Let's hope that we get uh, Khalil Herbert on the team this week. <laughs> I'm dropping fifty five. I already told you. These all. bidding wars. This, this is gonna be the funnest week for bidding, and it should be a great week for for regular football too. So absolutely. Well, we love you guys, and we'll see you again soon. Thanks for listening today. Check us out on our socials at the Ball Bros Podcast. Let's ride.